pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming up on KXL. Heads up, drivers. If you find W and 217, you're going to encounter some delays starting tomorrow. Hi, Minette Newell. You're pushing these people past their breaking point. Hundreds of healthcare workers start voting this morning on whether it's time to go on strike. What are ghost insurance providers? I take a look. I'm Zachary Barnes. Get your news at the top of the hour, every hour. From the Pacific Office Automation Studio. KXL FM. Portland. Vancouver. Salem. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Congress returns to Washington today with less than a week to go until the deadline to avoid a potentially catastrophic breach of the nation's debt ceiling. CBS's Scott McFarland reports from Capitol Hill. A final vote on this debt ceiling bill could happen here at the Capitol in the U.S. House as early as Wednesday afternoon. But first, the pivotal House Rules Committee will weigh in and consider making some changes. The Senate could vote by week's end. With the okay from the federal government, states across the nation have thrown on hundreds of thousands of low-income people off Medicaid in recent weeks. Daniel Size with the Center for Medicaid. All 92 million people, and that actually includes 51% of kids in the country who are enrolled with us on Medicaid, will have to undergo a renewal process in the coming 12 months. Police in South Florida continue to look for suspects for a Memorial Day mass shooting. CBS's Jim Crisula reports. Nine people were hurt when gunfire erupted along a beachside promenade in Hollywood, Florida, sending people frantically running for cover along the crowded beach on Memorial Day. David Van Dyke. I heard several gunshots, seeing a crowd of people running through here, and then we heard like three more shots down the street there. Four children between the ages of 1 and 17 were wounded. At least one person is in custody. The federal jury trial begins today in the nation's deadliest anti-Semitic attack. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum says the trial of Robert Bowers comes four and a half years after the shooting at a Pittsburgh synagogue. This case really isn't about guilt because the crime is undisputed, although his lawyers are prepared to mount an insanity defense. The case will come down to the penalty phase. Federal prosecutors are seeking capital punishment. That's what the jury will be asked to decide. Eleven worshippers at the synagogue were killed in that attack. No confirmed deaths after a building partially collapsed in Davenport, Iowa, Sunday night. CBS's Daniel Backus has that story. The fire department had ordered the owner of the more than 110-year-old structure to make repairs and work was underway. There were reports of falling bricks and residents had complained of many issues inside. Officials say at least one person has been hospitalized. There were 84 units in that building. The head of the U.N. Refugee Agency says an earlier estimate of around one million people fleeing Sudan may be an underestimate. In a relatively short period of time, we have reached already in excess of 350,000. Doesn't seem to stop. The conflict in Sudan continues to escalate and could lead to increases in human trafficking. This is CBS News. 
This is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's morning news. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I am Brett Recamp. Thanks a lot for being with us on this Tuesday. It's now 7.03. Good morning. I'm Jeff Austin in the KXL Traffic Center. Disabled vehicle downtown causing delays and banfields jammed up as well. We'll have your travel times coming up at 7.07. If you drive 99W and 217, your commute's about to get a little more difficult. Starting on uh, Wednesday the 31st, that loop ramp from northbound Pacific Highway, 99W, on to northbound 217 is going to be closed down, and it's going to be closed down for a while. That's Don Hamilton with ODOT. He says this is part of a large project that will add non-freeway auxiliary lanes between Beaverton-Hillsdale Highway and 99W. Now, as far as getting around that closure, the official recommendation is to go south to the 72nd exit and then get on 217 North. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. 7 o'clock, or 7 this morning, marking the start of a vote for hundreds of local health care workers. KXL's Net Newell reports on why they could go on strike. The workers echo the concerns we've heard about over the last several years, including a public hearing in February when nurses demanded the Oregon legislature fix the staffing crisis. You're pushing these people past their breaking point, and that should worry you. 400 nurses, occupational and physical therapists, speech pathologists, social workers, and bereavement counselors with Providence Home Health and Hospice can vote between now and June 4th whether to say yes on calling a strike. The union says there's been seven months of contentious negotiations and limited response from Providence. The workers say they want more reasonable workloads that allow them more time to provide care to sicker and more isolated patients. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Nine people are homeless but uninjured after Memorial Day house fire in Beaverton. Tualatin Valley Fire and Rescue crews say a passerby called 911 about 2 a.m. reporting heavy black smoke and flames were shooting from a vehicle in a garage at the home on Southwest Timberline Drive near Bel Air. Smoke detectors woke the residents were able to get out safely before fire crews arrived. Firefighters evacuated nearby homes and put out the fire. An investigator says it was accidental. But the cause remains under investigation. Tualatin Valley Fire and Rescue crews acted fast to stop a brush fire from spreading in the dry conditions northwest of Newburgh Monday afternoon. The fire was burning in bushes and green grass on northeast Mountaintop Road. It was not threatening homes or structures. Firefighters stopped it at one acre. The investigation into the cause of the fire is ongoing. U.S. Senator Ron Wyden wants to crack down on what's essentially false advertising by insurance companies. KXL's Zachary Barnes takes a look at what he calls ghost providers. Currently, health insurance agencies are selling their coverage to companies for thousands of dollars each month while advertising that they have hundreds of providers for you to choose from. Well, a recent investigation by a group of secret shoppers found that isn't even close to being the case. The results ought to trouble every Oregonian. Our staff was found that we were able to make an appointment for a senior with depression only 18% of the time. So we're talking about less than one in five. And amazingly, these pathetic results were even worse in our state. That's Senator Wyden speaking, and he has introduced new federal legislation that would implement audits to ensure provider networks are up-to-date and accurate and increase penalties for those that don't comply. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. In order for more kids in Oregon to read, the state must get on the same page. 
KXL's Grand Mac Hill explains. One of the challenges with literacy in Oregon is that there's no teaching uniformity across the state, at least according to State Representative Ben Bowman of the Tigard area. Different districts adopt different curriculums. They have different programs that they're utilizing. And what this is saying is some variance is okay, but they all need to be aligned to what the research says is most effective for teaching kids how to read. And so he says that's the priority of the governor's new Early Literacy Educator Preparation Council. First recommendation is about aligning the standards for those teacher preparation programs to the research and about what is most effective for teaching kids how to read. The new council is expected to be formed by this summer. Grant McHill, FM News 101. 707 St. Paul Rodeo is coming up June 30th to July 4th. Buy your tickets at stpaulrodeo.com from $20 to $60. If you buy them from a ticket reseller, you'll pay too much. Traffic and weather on the 7s, mornings and afternoons. Here's Jeff Austin. Well, northbound I-5 on the ramp to Nyberg. Good news here. That crash has cleared. You're still going to be slow heading up from uh, Wilsonville. Uh, from, looks like, Elon Road. You're going to start hitting some brake lights. Southbound I-5 uh, has uh, every morning delays at SR 500 in Vancouver. It's going to take you 15 minutes to get from Hazeldale to 84 this morning. Eastbound Highway 26, Jackson School Road, 405 is a usual 20-minute drive-in. A westbound Banfield, 205 to the Lloyd Boulevard area. That's going to take you 16 minutes. Your next update within 10 minutes. Stay connected with traffic on the 7s mornings and afternoons and frequent reports middays only on FM News 101 KXL. Looking for financial leadership? Join the Harlows for the Harlow Wealth Retirement Hour on Sundays at 8 a.m. on KXL. Tune in and get your retirement and financial planning questions answered by Chris and Danny Harlow. Here is KGW's Rod Hill with your weather. All dry up and down the I-5 corridor. Portland, uh, Vancouver, Salem on this Tuesday. We're looking for some areas of morning cloud cover, then developing sunshine. It'll be noticeably cooler today. Yesterday, Memorial Day, 79. Today, just 73. Tomorrow, only 70. And then mostly sunny 76 on Thursday as we start to warm up. I'm Rod Hill, FM News 101. Troutdale, you have 50 degrees. It's 48 in Battleground and 49 in Oregon City. It is 709. A state park in the southwest corner of Wyoming has welcomed an ultra-rare new member of the community. That new member, a tiny, fuzzy white bison. Wyoming State Parks shared a photo of the new calf and its mother, which reside at Bear River State Park in Evanston. They say the white bison calf was born weighing 30 pounds, which is small, but that it's doing well. A state park official says the bison is not albino. It just has a rare genetic makeup, giving it white fur. The new calf is the first white bison to be born at the park, and it is very rare, says the National Bison Association, a 1 in 10 million event. Matt Piper, CBS News. We both think that white bison's pretty cute. I would love to see it. Yeah. You know, automatically I thought, ooh, road trip. (laughs) (laughs) I got back literally like 24 hours ago and I'm already making another. Planning your next adventure. Straight ahead on FM News 101, an apartment building in Gresham catches fire twice in just a few days. The latest is part of the five things you need to know at 7.15. Then at 7.19, former Portland Trailblazer and wine enthusiast C.J. McCollum is adding a third rosé to his portfolio. You can hear that at 719. All right. Stay connected all morning long, hour after hour, and we'll keep you informed on Portland's Morning News on FM News 101 KXL. It's the Celtics 103 to 84 in Game 7 of the East Five Garden. Outside Martin. On top. Open triple. Good. He's on one. Caleb Martin is absolutely on fire.
courtesy of TNT, Martin erupted for 26 points to lead Miami to the series win. The NBA Finals between the Nuggets and Heat begin Thursday night. There's a new coach in Philly. ESPN reports Nick Nurse has agreed to become the next head coach of the 76ers. Nurse spent five seasons with Toronto and helped guide the team to a 2019 NBA championship. With sports at 15 and 45, James Shippey, FM News 101. Time now for the five things you need to know today. A statewide manhunt across Washington's on for four teenagers who escaped from a detention facility this weekend. One of them's a convicted murderer. Echo Glen Children's Center is a medium maximum security facility in Snoqualmie. On Sunday morning, seven teens between the age of 15 and 17 stole a car from a staff member and escaped. Three of them were caught the next day. The others are still at large. Gresham Fire is investigating not one but two fires at an apartment complex near 179th and East Burnside. The first happened on Thursday on the second floor of the four-unit apartment. Then another fire broke out yesterday. The units from the earlier fire were already vacant. Nobody got hurt in this latest blaze, but seven people are displaced. Russia claims drones hit Moscow residential areas for the first time since Russia invaded Ukraine. The mayor says the strikes today caused damage to some buildings and forced residents to evacuate. Comes four weeks after Russia claimed drones targeted the Kremlin in what it says was an assassination attempt on President Vladimir Putin. President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy are now trying to convince lawmakers to back the debt deal they brokered over the weekend. Correspondent Natalie Brand has more from what's in the package. The bill would lift the debt ceiling for the next two years. It would keep non-defense spending at roughly the same levels through 2024, but would prevent cuts to Social Security and Medicare, as well as the military and veterans programs. It also claws back some new funding for the IRS, as well as unspent money from COVID relief funds. Investors will be keeping an eye out for data on consumer confidence today, as well as the Case-Shiller Home Price Index. ADP Employment Report is due tomorrow, along with earning results from GameStop, followed by weekly jobless claims on Thursday. It's now 717. Huge Memorial Day savings are on at Mattress Superstore. Get Mattress Superstore's own Twilight Plush Queen for just $6.99. Hurry into one of their four locations in southwest Washington today. Traffic and weather on the 7s, mornings and afternoons. Here's Jeff Austin. Southbound I-5 on the Markham Bridge. Disabled vehicle causing delays from 84. 205 moving just fine in Vancouver. I-5 is looking great as well between Vancouver and Kelso. And in Salem, Lancaster Road at Ricky. Watch for a uh, crash at that location, causing some delays. Your next update within 10 minutes. Stay connected with traffic on the 7s, mornings and afternoons. And frequent reports middays only on FM News 101 KXL. Frustrated with roofing subcontractors? Work with your own project manager from Fisher Roofing to get the job done right. Call 503-227-ROOF or visit fisherroof.com today. CCB number 45970. There's KGW's Rod Hill. Cooling back down in the old temperature department on this Tuesday. We have morning cloud cover expected. Afternoon sunshine, 73 the high. Bit of a breezy northwest wind at times later today. 47 tonight. More morning clouds, afternoon sun on Wednesday. And tomorrow, just 70. I'm Rod Hill, FM News 101. 51 in Portland and Vancouver. 50 now in Hillsborough, Salem, and in Gresham. 
And it's now 718. If you are a wine enthusiast and a local NBA fan, you're in for a treat this weekend as star NBA player and former trailblazer C.J. McCollum will be at Adelsheim Vineyard in Newburgh to celebrate his latest wine release. KXL's James Shippey reports. I sat down with C.J. McCollum to talk about the release of his new rosé from the McCollum Heritage 91 collection. And he strongly believes that playing in Portland and being exposed to Oregon's wine country was vital to entering the industry. If I don't get drafted by the Portland Trailblazers, I don't get into wine business to the extent that I'm in now. Absolutely not because of the exposure. I wouldn't have been as exposed. I wouldn't have had the flexibility of, you know, going to Stoller on an off day or going to Adelsheim on an off day or going to Beaufrere, going to meet Ken and Erica and just doing a barrel tasting. Like I wouldn't have been able to do that. And then to think about it, me partnering with an Oregon winery in Adelsheim, you know, 75 years of excellence, live certified, doing things the right way. Would I have had a chance to partner with that type of winery if I wasn't a blazer, if I didn't live in Oregon, if I couldn't come and do tastings and do trials and learn? I absolutely don't think I would be as involved. Would I still drink wine? Probably casually would I want to learn about it yeah but will I buy land probably not because of the lack of knowledge that I would have the lack of understanding not living in Oregon for nine years versus living in Oregon for nine years like all those things played a huge factor in my comfortability and my exposure my access the relationships that I have in the wine space all those things shifted based on me being in Oregon for so long and being drafted by the Portland Trailblazers and it didn't hurt that I played there CJ has a theory on why the wine industry is drawing interest from athletes. I think curiosity and exposure have led to a lot of athletes going down this path. Um, for me personally, I think it's the fact that I have historically enjoyed wine when I'm celebrating growing up until now. Now you can casually drink it and kind of learn the, the nuances of it. But historically, you drink bubbles on maybe graduation, maybe draft night, somebody's birthday. When you go out to dinner, generally speaking, you may order wine, but generally speaking, that's a celebration too, right? Like as you get older, you start to more so casually drink it as you explore it and learn about what you like and what you don't like. CJ also recognizes the intimidation of wine culture and wanting to change that. In general, this is a space that sometimes can be viewed as pretentious, sometimes can be viewed as intimidating at times. And I know why. And I know what region I want to drink. And I know what the price point should be. I understand the markup that they're doing right now. I know the wholesale difference. When I sell this bottle right here wholesale to a restaurant, I know what they have to sell it for. I know what the numbers are. I know what they have to charge per pour. I understand the ins and outs of it. And I still at, at times can be uncomfortable. So I can only imagine what it's like for someone who hasn't sat down with a psalm for six hours, who hasn't sat down and tasted through 50 Pinot Noir varietals, who doesn't know like about clones, who doesn't know about root stocks, who doesn't know the difference between a California grape that's grown there versus a, an Oregon grape with the climate and what that does with the cool nights and, and, and the cool mornings. Like I know a lot and I still don't know a lot. Overall, McCollum encourages people to explore which wines appeal to them. I would just say that for those that are interested and curious, continue to learn, continue to taste things, and that this is a space where there is no right or wrong answer. You like what you like, and you don't like what you don't like, and that's just what it is. And um, we have a rosé out right now that's available for purchase um, at McCollumHeaders91.com. You can also purchase directly at Adelsheim uh, as well, and it's $33. Head to KXL.com for more info on C.J. McCollum's meet and greet Saturday at Adelsheim Vineyard. James Shippey. FM News 101. Just ahead on FM News 101, traffic and weather. Some teens, including an alleged murderer, are on the run. Law enforcement wants people to be aware. That story at 732. And then a foreign-backed group is said to be causing all kinds of chaos online. We have an update for you at 734. Check back several times throughout your day and stay connected with FM News 101 KXL and KXL.com.